Greetings and welcome to the Health and Wellness Show. Our health podcast is dedicated to providing you with science-based knowledge to help you attain a happy and healthy life. Topics are from patient files and from questions from members, and chosen items are of general interest. Your specific topics can be handled through our question and answer section of the website. Okay, our topic for today is healthy habits. What are they? How do we set them up? And how do we maintain them? And this topic just comes for the general population since we all have habits. Now, habits is a huge study. Thousands and thousands of studies have been performed. And it's, what we know is that habits are essential for life in that if we had to think about everything that we do on an hourly or daily basis, it would occupy our minds and we would be overwhelmed with day-to-day trivia. Habits have been extensively studied, and it appears that a little over 50% of all of our activities are categorized as a habit. Our discussion today will be limited to the healthy habits, those that can help us have a happy and healthy life. We will discuss positive habits such as nutrition, exercise, sleep, positive lifestyles, routines, and activities. We'll also go into the negative habits, such as drug addiction, unsafe driving, negative social activities, and others. The primary issue with all habits, at least as far as helping us have a happy and healthy life, is the element of chance. We actually start forming habits very early in life, and many are guided by our environment. Our parents, our siblings, the conditions we are living in, our friends— So a huge element is your birth environment, and you just sort of fall into that. By the time you reach the age of maturity, you already have a huge number of habits, and some are positive and some are negative. So there is a time of evaluation and habit replacement sometime in your life that is necessary for your health, and the earlier you get to it, the better. And as you will see, habits are very strongly established, and replacing one is a very challenging activity. Uh, there's talk about changing habits, and as we'll get into in a moment, the concept of changing habits is almost impossible. Very few people can ever change one. So let's start with nutrition. Your birth condition inhales some dietary habits. Pretty much whatever your parents and friends ate is what you're eating now. If your family was prone to eating high-carbohydrate, low-quality food things, and not being aware of the need for daily protein, vitamins, and minerals— you are probably on the road that leads to diabetes, heart disease, osteoporosis, and other unhealthy outcomes. Your chances are very high. So a study of proper nutrition is on our table for pretty much all of us. Some will engage and some will not. If you want to see this fact in action, just look around at a restaurant or a grocery store, or maybe in your own mirror. And the very strong habits dealing with eating really require focus and specific knowledge to replace. So be prepared for that. But it can absolutely be done. You are referred to our podcast on nutrition and our recommended reading list for proper guidance here. But basically, think about what our bodies are set up to use as proper food. Think back to your ancestors and what did they eat. And ask yourself the question, what is real food? Those are the food items to just focus on for your healthy nutrition. Now, our bodies are set up for exercise and to be used. We have our hearts, our skeletal muscle, brains, skeletons that must be used or they will become weak and lead to poor health. Our current daily activities and habits 
of using cell phones, computers, television, movies, watching sports, and generally spending a large amount of our time either in a chair, on a couch, or in a bed really has long-term damage to our bodies. Think of your exercise habit to form as having two main components, the aerobic component and strength. The aerobic is needed for circulation to our bodies and brain and can be accomplished with the well-researched and science-proven 10,000 steps a day program. That is an excellent habit to form and monitor simply by using the step counter on your phone. I really encourage you to form that habit for your aerobic. For strength, you can either go to a gym, have a gym in your home, or use stretch bands. Either way works well, but you must use resistant strength training to develop and maintain your muscles and bones. This is absolutely essential to prevent the physical deterioration so commonly seen in mid and late life. The osteoporosis issues in knees, hips, back, and neck pain can be addressed by forming the habit of regular strength training. About two times a week usually works for most. Just remember that proper exercise habits are a very bedrock of preventative medicine to help you have a happy and healthy life. Now, sleep is absolutely essential for our lives. See our podcast on sleep for some guidance here. But the whole sleep routine is so important to us because it basically is a series of habits. So form the good ones and replace any negatives that you have now. Again, refer to our podcast. Sleep is absolutely required for good health, both mental and physical. A positive lifestyle refers to things you do on a regular basis, and positive implies good for your overall health. And again, most of this is based on habits. This entails your friends and friendships, your social activities, your daily routines and activities, getting a suitable education, handling of your finances, and general attitudes toward society and others. So evaluate yours and see if you have habits that might need to be replaced or modified to obtain better results for you. This may well involve using psychologists or psychiatrists for your guidance. In fact, it probably will. Now, negative habits, where do we begin? Some of these are individual, some are family, and some are social. When you get in a car and start it up, you are on automatic. Your actions from then on are largely habitual. If you normally exceed the speed limit, cut the red lights close, tailgate, or weave in and out of traffic, you have negative habits that need to be evaluated and replaced if your health is consideration to you. Now, if your spouse, partner, or work member teams regularly engage in criticism or argumentative behavior, that is also a habit and should be addressed. Regular stress such as this will have serious long-term negative effects on your health and well-being. So you either correct or you change partners. Again, psychologists or psychiatrists can help with habits such as these. Some of our social habits can have very negative effects on our health and well-being. Here are some to evaluate if you are doing them. The excessive use of alcohol, using tobacco and other recreational drugs, desserts, birthday cake, holiday foods and gorging, dangerous sports such as football or boxing, and then pet choices such as poisonous snakes or dangerous dogs, personal sports such as free diving or skydiving, 
Why are you doing that? It's usually a habit that you have formed. Now, why do we even have habits? If you remember, our brain uses about 20% of our total energy production, and evaluation and deciding are both high-energy activities. So what the brain considers routine stuff, which would be things you have done before with an okay outcome, just become relegated to the habit activity. This includes some things that are really very complicated, such as driving an automobile. When you start up your vehicle, you are on autopilot as far as your brain is concerned. It's all habit. So again, a bit over 50% of our day is completely habit. We are labeling them as either positive or negative as far as our health and wellness is concerned, but this is very important. Our brain considers them all positive to efficient daily living. It doesn't differentiate. And our nature has made them very, very hard to change once formed. A habit has a cue that triggers the habit. So when you enter your bathroom, pretty much everything you do from that point on is habit. Your bathing, your showering, your personal grooming, etc., all is habitual activity. Your cue for that is entering the bathroom. So again, all of our habits that we have have a cue or a trigger that initiates that activity. There have been many, many studies about habits, and the well-done ones have pretty much all found that changing habit is extremely difficult and, for most people, impossible. A really well-done study that I am familiar with actually showed a successful change of 3%, which means that only three people out of 100 was successful in changing the single habit that was being studied. Nearly all of the studies have results of less than 10%. So your odds of changing a habit you have already established are very low. We, a lot of people talk about, I'm going to change my habits. Well, that's, it's almost impossible. And by the time you are 20 or so, most of your life is habitual. And those habits are formed with limited knowledge about what is positive for your health and happiness. And the purpose of our website and podcast is to provide you with science-based knowledge to help you live a happy life. So what are we going to do? Luckily, forming a new habit is fairly easy. A very high percentage are successful if the basic rules are followed, you just need to know the rules. It involves cue and repetition. If you move into a new residence, an arrangement of the TV watching room might be different, so you would probably have a different chair or a different sofa or a different position. So the cue of watching TV, which is what starts that habit off, would have you using a different seat and slightly different activities. So that's a new habit and it can be easily formed, and it would replace the former one. But, and this is important to remember, the former one is still in your brain. And if you ever had the exact same cue as the old one, it would just kick in again. So if you now have knowledge about your health and well-being and want to replace a negative habit with a positive one, you just form a new one, and eventually you will be using it automatically, and it is just as strong. And another key is to only work on one habit at a time. I constantly hear about people who are going to go on a diet and they're going to buy this and they're going to buy that and they're going to eat this and they're going to eat that. And they completely try to change everything at once. It's probably not going to be very successful long term. After a while, your mental energy overrides the habitual eating habits and will fail and you will relapse to the habitual pattern. So that is why the major diet changes and attempts are usually successful for a while, but then fail and the weight is all gained back. 
So let's just focus on one habit at a time. So, for example, if your trigger cue for an alcoholic binge starts with entering a bar, just quit entering bars. If you eliminate that cue, the habit does not engage and start. For a dietary change, you might start with your actual eating procedure. Go to chewing smaller bites and a minimum of 20 times instead of just gulping it down. That change will enable the time for your hormonal change to occur that tells you that you are full. And that replaces the hormone that told you you were hungry to begin with. And that new habit will replace the old one after a time. Now, that usually takes three weeks to three months. And everybody says, oh, why so long? Well, you develop those habits over a 20-year period. It takes a little while to replace them. The end result is that you will eat less and start to change your dietary consumption of calories. This is just an example of a successful pattern to replace a negative habit with a positive one. It will be ongoing and time-consuming. Probably to change a strongly established habit like your eating habits will take a couple of years. But it can be done and will be successful if you engage with knowledge about the nutritional and habit sides of eating. So for long-term successful habit replacement, allow the time. That is how they form to begin with, and time is a very strong factor in habits. And a new healthy habit will be with you from now on, so it's well worth to establish. Set a clear vision of why you want to be healthy and happy and engage the activities to get there. That might be a good habit as well, wouldn't it? For more information about habits, and this can be a huge study, which I strongly recommend to you, I recommend these books, Atomic Habits by James Clear, Tiny Habits by B.J. Fogg, Making Habits, Breaking Habits by Jeremy Dean, and Good Habits, Bad Habits by Wendy Wood. All of those go into the details of how to create a new habit. So in summary, use our website and podcast to provide you with the knowledge you need to establish the why and the what habits to form as positive for your health and wellness. Use the information in these books to provide you with the how to successfully implement those positive habits and help you live a happy and healthy life. And you will need the help, so use the books. Use the help of professional psychologists and psychiatrists as needed with social or personal negative habits. Getting help when needed may well be a new habit for you to form. With the why and how plus your motivation, success can be yours. Just allow, again, the necessary time. Remember, you develop these negative habits over years. You're going to need similar time to establish your new ones. Is it worth the effort? Well, that is your decision and your effort. If you want to enjoy the positive habits of health and happiness, it is a required period. I encourage you to start now and engage this very powerful knowledge of forming positive habits to your advantage and well-being. Well, I hope you found our today's topics of interest to you. This is Victor B., your host, reminding you that our website, sciencebasedhealthandwellness.com, is dedicated to providing you with science-based knowledge to help you achieve your health goals. You can submit topics you would like discussed through the question and answer section of our website, and we invite you to become a member. So till next time, just a reminder, you make your habits, then your habits make you.